They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Okie dokie, okie dokie, okie dokie. Yeah, it's not weird when I just breathe into the microphone like that, is it? Episode 7, welcome to Inside the Mind of D. Scott. I am D. Scott. Just wanted to check in, got to keep these podcasts coming, you know what I mean? It is the, uh, it's literally the strangest thing I think I've ever done since I've gotten into broadcasting as a profession, is to come in here without anybody else in the studio and just talk for an extended period of time. Now I know what all you talk show hosts feel like that do radio talk shows, because if you're doing like a talk show on TV, you have guests, you have other people, you have an audience. I am literally sitting in a studio alone, which by the way, I walked into the studio and it had to be a good 85, 90 degrees because, well, I'm recording on a Sunday and the radio station that I'm recording in is completely empty on Sundays. So for whatever reason, the heat is on or the air conditioning is not on. One of the two. I I can't really tell, but everything in the room that I'm sitting in is literally putting out heat. The computer monitors, all the equipment. And I walk in and I was like, oh, yeah, nope, I don't need to leave today after recording this, feeling like I got to work out and not necessarily sore like I got to work out, just uh, sweaty and gross. And then I'll have to go home and take a shower again. And we all know that we're not showering as much as we should now that we're all in quarantine. Quarantine day number 5,422 is what it feels like. I think it's like, you know, 20 or something like that. Uh, we've been in quarantine for a couple of weeks here. Uh, working from home. It, it. I mean, I think I've said it a couple of different times. What a weird, weird time that we are going through right now. Our new normal is completely uh, odd. That, that's the best way I can put it. It is completely strange because now we're all just sitting home. And it's funny because we all know that we're all sitting home, yet I still get texts from my mom going, what you doing? Where are you? I'm like, what do you mean, where am I? I'm home. I can't go anywhere. The only time I can leave the house is to go get food, which sometimes I'm doing, and then other times I'm cooking. Uh, Right now, I don't have any food in the house because I just haven't gone shopping because I don't feel like dealing with the crazy people at the grocery store right now. So I'll order out, and I'll get something from one of the local places that is still open. That's one of the main things I'm trying to preach. While we're all stuck is, I know we're all struggling, but our local businesses that keep our local economies going, they're struggling as well. So maybe once a week, I think I said this on the last podcast last week, maybe once a week, just order from one of the local spots. I do have some actual things I wanted to touch on uh, real quick here. I was driving home the other day. I think I was coming from work. I came in to do a, a couple of things here at the radio station. And as I'm driving home, I drive past this house. That had a cat flag. You know how people put out, like, they have rainbow flags out or some, you know, American flags and normal stuff. But then there's, like, these, like, picture flags. They had a cat flag hanging. But when I was looking at it, it was the strangest thing. And I literally sat at a stop sign. Luckily, there was nobody behind me for me to piss off. But I was sitting there and I was staring at it because it literally looked like they had skinned a cat. And they had hung, the, like, it would look like a bearskin rug hanging on a pole, but it was a cat. 
Now, it, it took me a good, like, three minutes to figure out that it was a flag. It was not, like, the skin of a cat. It was just, I don't know why I thought it was an actual cat because, you know, like, we don't do that to cats in this country. I don't think anyone does that to cats, period. I know, like, some countries may eat cat or dog, but we don't do that here, and we certainly don't skin our cats and hang their pelts up outside the house like it was some sort of giant conquest. Like, look what I got! I caught a cat, I skinned it, I'm hanging it. That's not that's not really something we do here in America. Not really. I like how I said it. It's like, not really something we do. No, that's just not something we do. Maybe they do it down south. I don't know. Things down south are a lot weirder than they are up here in upstate New York. But um, yeah, so it, it took me a few minutes to figure out that what I was looking at was actually like a vinyl flag. You know, it was like made out of like a jumpsuit material and I, it, it just whatever. Don't judge me. People are losing their minds and I'm clearly losing my eyesight because why I thought someone had skinned a cat uh, and hung it outside their front door was beyond me. But so that's that. Oh, fun story here. I, I was going to the grocery store the other day right up the street from where I live and I'm sitting at a light that's on the road before you turn into the grocery store, like the, the strip mall that the grocery store is in. And there's a couple of kids out riding their bikes. And I'm like, oh, that's good. I mean, you know, we're not social distancing and you guys aren't really six feet apart, but you are on your bike. So they weren't exactly right next to each other, breathing and coughing and sneezing on one another either. But so the kids are kind of going back and forth through this intersection, which was a strange thing to do because it was an intersection and they were on bicycles and you know a bicycle is not going to win that if you sit in front of a moving car you you're, you're going to lose that's a battle you are not going to win but anyway so the one kid's like hey billy let's go so billy gets on his bicycle and he's he's like okay i'm going to do some bike tricks and he he pulls up into a wheelie and he's trying to ride this wheelie and as he's trying to his bike is getting the best of him he's losing this battle against his bike bicycle bike 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 bicycle Sorry, I turned into Steve Carell in forty-year-old version. Uh, yeah, no, I I got a bike. It's a bike. It's a bike. Bike. Bicycle. Bicycle. Uh, anyway, so back to my story because sometimes I get sidetracked. So he's uh, he's riding this this wheelie and he's coming like I'm making a beeline for my car. And then I'm just sitting. I'm watching him and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, dude, and I'm staring at this kid, and he's, like, got to be, like, 10, 11 years old. And I'm giving him this look like he is the guy in the bar that just spilled my beer on my Jordans. Like, he bumped into me, knocked my beer out of my hand, and now I got beer all over my Jordans. And, and I'm angry, so I'm giving this guy the death look. But this guy that I'm giving the death look to is only 11 years old, and he's still struggling. Like, he doesn't even let the, the wheelie down and, like, you know, ride off. Like, oh, shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a car with my bicycle, and there's someone sitting in it. It's not like I was in a parking lot. The car was running. He could see me. I have windows in my car and everything. And uh, so he's just, he's just riding right at me, and I'm looking at him. And just before he plows into my car, which really I'm not sure. I seriously was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to have to kick this 11-year-old's ass. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not above beating up an 11-year-old for riding his bicycle into my car. But anyway, right before he gets to me, he kind of veers off. And all I can think was, like, I was, I was just looking at him, and I was like, I wonder what the thought process was inside his head as he's riding his bicycle towards me. Because I'm looking at him, he's got this death, like, he's got this scared-to-death look like, oh, my God, I'm going to ride right into this guy's car. And he's looking at me, and I'm just like, just let the wheelie down. Just let it down, dude, and ride off. But like I said, right before he got to me, he, kind of, he just veered off to the right, and off he went. But I would have loved to have just sat with him and talked to him and been like, dude, what was going through your mind, like, right before you plowed into my car? Where, 
Where was your brain at for that? Because I would like to know. I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking you're going to hit my car and I'm going to have to get out and I'm going to I'm going to beat you. I'm going to take my belt off and whoop your ass. 1955 style. A dad would do to his son like my grandfather had to do to my dad a couple of different times when my dad was younger with the belt. And I don't wear a leather belt, so it probably wouldn't have hurt that much. Uh, mine's kind of like a knit mesh belt thing uh, that I wear, and it probably it wouldn't even hurt, and the kid would have just laughed at me, and it would have been embarrassing for pretty much everyone involved, uh, especially when the police showed up and were like, "Why are you doing this? And why does this kid have his pants down?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I, I blacked out, and I tried to beat the kid." Now, anyway, this this story got weird, so we're just gonna we're just gonna veer off of that. Another thing that caught my attention, and uh, I, I all my stories seem to be like me out driving. And I know we're supposed to be sitting home, but I do have places to go every once in a while. I, I have to leave the house to go do things. So these are my stories. Otherwise, my, my podcast, I would come in here and be like, well, I laid on the couch again today and I played PlayStation and this podcast would be really, really boring. Not that it isn't already. And it's great that you're listening. Here we are eight and a half minutes into it. Not even eight and a half, eight minutes and 11 seconds into it. And you're still listening. So thank you for that. But no, otherwise, if I don't, if I don't tell you the stories that I, of the stuff that I see when I go out, a few and far between trips that I'm making in my car at this point, then the podcast is really boring. Went to the kitchen, got a drink, went back to the couch. Took a shower, went back to the couch. Changed my clothes and sat on the couch. So anyway, so I'm out and about. Actually, I think I was coming home from the radio station. Again. That's where I go every single day. I have to come in and do my show here at the radio station. And, uh, and I'm driving past the airport here in Albany that we have. They call it an international airport. It's Albany International Airport. I don't know of any international flights that you can take out of this airport. We don't have giant 747s at Albany International Airport. Makes it sound good, right? Albany International. I'm like, it's Albany Airport. Please stop calling it international. There's no maybe we can go to Canada. Maybe. Or maybe we can go to Mexico. I'm not even 100% sure. But um, every time I've taken an international flight, which I think has been two, uh, I had to fly out of Albany to another airport to get on an international flight. So there, there you go. It's more like a hub. It's like it's like you know it's it's a hub. That is pretty much what Albany International is. So anyway, so I'm driving by there, and I see an airplane taking off, and all I could think to myself was, "We're in quarantine. Like, who's going somewhere right now?" I understand, like maybe you were here and you got to get home, but where are you going? Who's who's like? All right, it's a good time to take a trip. I think now is good. Airfare's cheap. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be flying. You're not supposed to be in an airplane right now. So my questions were more like, okay, who is going somewhere right now? Be where are they going? It's not like I knew the directional. I think they were flying west, but that doesn't mean that they, you take off with the wind. I mean, that, that's really all that is. So it's not like they were even going west. And then I'm like, how many people do you think were on that airplane? Like at this point, if you got three people on your airplane, isn't it cheaper to just cancel the flight and be like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait to go where I don't care if you got to go home. It's just cheaper. Doesn't it cost more to take off and pay everybody on the plane and the fuel and all that stuff than it does? You know what? You got three, four, five, six tickets. Not like you got a sold out flight. Where are you going? Oh, I got to get to Vegas. I got a trip planned to Vegas. I'm not going to cancel it. Yeah, no, you're probably better off. Everything in Vegas is closed at this point. So where are you going? So those, those are the three stories that I wanted to touch on, uh, just kind of weighing on my mind. Not even that bad, really. It's not like anything pissed me off. Not like the last podcast where I had that guy that made me angry with his negativity. And uh, I know that is still going on in the world. I know there's a lot of negative stuff still being posted all over social media. At this point, what are you being negative about? Why are you even 
bothering being negative at this point, uh, especially with everything else that's going on. And I get it. Everybody wants to complain about the government and, and, and all the stuff that our leaders are doing or not doing or saying or not saying or saying in a completely foolish way and then being upstaged by the experts. Um, you, you can figure out who I'm talking about. This is not a political podcast, nor will it ever be a political podcast. But I did see something on Facebook today that said we don't need to be Democrats or Republicans right now. We just need to be good Americans. Why is that so difficult? We still got people singing the praises of the president, destroying the president as much as possible. Please, just, you know what? Focus on something else at this point, okay? And, and I know it, it's, it's in our nature, and we, we don't like certain people. It's fine. You don't have to post it right now. And I don't know really when a good time is. I mean, I never, I don't, I, well, I can't say I never, but I try my best not to post anything political because I don't care enough to really just just divide or uh, devote my time to the stuff that's going on politically, especially on stuff that really has no effect on me. Okay, local government is one thing. The federal, the you know, the federal government mm, on your day to day basis, are things really that much different? No matter who's running the country, I still got to wake up every day and go to work. Although work right now is me walking out to my dining room and turning on the computer and not coming into an office. But I still got bills to pay. Doesn't matter who it is. Anyway, that is it for that. I don't I don't want to get into that because I don't need to make any of my friends angry. And now all of a sudden I'm getting texts or I'm getting, you know, posts from people or all of a sudden somebody's posting some subliminal nonsense on their social media being like, oh, well, you think you know everything. I don't think I know anything, okay? I really, really don't. And I started this podcast by saying how weird it is that I sit in this room and I talk to myself and people listen to it. And I appreciate every single person that listens to it, but it is very, very strange to me. It's not like when you get up on stage, excuse me, I didn't mean to belch uh, while I'm recording this, not that I could help it, but it's not like when you get up on stage, like a stand-up comic gets up on stage and he gets a reaction from the crowd. So you know whether your material is killing or, or that you're dying on stage. And here I am sitting in a room speaking into a microphone, and that is pretty much it. Like as you listen to it, I don't know if you're laughing I don't know if you're like, oh, my God. I don't know if you get 10 seconds into this, which if you only got 10 seconds into this and turned it off, you're not even hearing this at this point. But um, it's just stuff I want to talk about and, and stuff that I see. And it's weird. And I, I know that uh, every once in a while we're all looking for new things to listen to. So if you're listening to me, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I do. Once this quarantine thing is over, it won't just be me talking into the microphone. I do have people Lined up that I want to get in here. Uh, DJ Dread said he's going to come on with me. My friend Bobby Chase, my friend Greg Adella, those two are going to come in. Uh, Greg Adella is, he's a stand-up comic, but he does a lot of other things, too. He's also a certified life coach, so I, I can't wait to sit down and talk with him, and I'm not sure if he's going to come in with Bobby Chase, who does have an amazing web series. It's on Amazon, by the way, called Coming Home. I think they did two seasons. It's all shot in the Capital Region. It's absolutely hilarious and very, very, very well done. So I'm looking forward to getting those those two guys in here. Uh, Tony Platinum, I think I mentioned him. DJ Dread, a couple of my DJ friends that I want to get in here to talk about different aspects of of DJing because like Platinum, Tony Platinum does like clubs and stuff like that, and he does, but he does a lot of weddings and he has his own like DJ company where he does the wedding stuff, and he's extremely good at what he does. So I want to talk to him a little bit about that. Where Dread is more or less living the DJ club or the club DJ life, which is also awesome. Dread has been around the Capital Region for quite some time. 
uh, amazing, amazing DJ. And on top of that, uh, just a good friend of mine who I, I want to get in here and just kind of chit chat about stuff. And he does these things on his on his social media where it's like the DJ rant. He just rants about people. And dude, dude Dread, if you're listening to this one, you have uh, you have motivated me a couple of different times to come in here. And I'm I'm not necessarily stealing, but borrowing your rant ideas where I come in and I rant about things because Dread, I love you. I do, and and I and I love the fact that uh, you are trying to be more positive about stuff. I want to get him in here. I, I got a couple of artists that I want to get in here. My man Sin. I want to get JV and TJ in on the show. Uh, Jamie Roberts. I'm gonna get her in here. She is actually one of the morning DJs here uh, at iHeartMedia Albany. She does the uh, what is it? What do they call it now? The classic hits station. Is that what it is? The 98.3 TRY. Uh, also just a heritage radio station in the area that I'm in. Uh, but Jamie and I want to talk about um, mental health because she is uh, she just was like, no, I would love to do that. I also want to get Michelle lyons Polito and Katie Manning. I do another podcast with them called Psychic on the Scene. If you're into the paranormal, you're into psychic and other things, otherworldly things, check out Psychic on the Scene. I think you'll love that podcast. You, you will absolutely love that podcast. But I want to talk to them uh, living their lives as psychic mediums, like their day to day. Uh, one thing I do want to touch on here that we did the morning shows and the morning people here at iHeart Albany the other day all came in in their pajamas. Thankfully, I don't work in the morning here, so I did not have to see anybody in their pajamas. But what they were doing was it was basically our way of showing solidarity to people who are working from home that are stuck there and they can't leave the house and, and they have to do. They don't even get to go to the office. Like, you know how many people used to complain about, oh, I got to go to work again. You know how many people right now would love to go to their office? I know it makes you realize and appreciate all the stuff that you have to do, the mundane things that you have to go do. It makes you appreciate it more because now you don't even get to go do them. So everybody here was wearing their pajamas. It was uh, it was a solidarity just showing uh, to say that we're all in this together. We, too, are dealing with this as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, we do get to come into work and, and do our radio program, whatever it may be, whether it's a talk show or a music-driven show. It doesn't really matter. We're still coming in here. But once we're done, like, there is no come in two hours before your show and do show prep and stuff like that and then stick around for another four or five hours and do extracurricular work and other, you know, production or whatever. It's like you come in, you do your show, you leave. That's it. Like, you're in, you're out. Well, you, you do the essential stuff that you have to do, that you are literally getting paid to do, and then once your show is done, you get back in your car and you go back home. So we are showing that solidarity by wearing our, our pajamas. Well, they did anyway. Uh, I, was, I was not here. I was wearing my pajamas uh, when I saw the video and when they were doing it, but I was actually home, just sitting on my couch, waiting to uh, get some work done at my at my at my at my dining room table. I would say my desk, but I don't even have a desk, which was funny too. By the way, I came in and one of the engineers, my only engineer, was here, and he's like, "Oh, you don't have a desk? You want a desk?" I'm like, "No, I don't want anything more than I need: two computer monitors and a mouse and a power supply. I don't need extra stuff at my house." What I have is sufficient. I'm getting the work done, and that is pretty much all I'm looking to do because eventually we're going to get to come back to work. It might be the end of 2020, but we are going to get to come back to work. And how exciting is that going to be? Like, I just touched on this a few minutes ago. How exciting is it going to be when we get to go back to work? Like, when you don't have to wake up and sit in your home office or at your home desk and do your job. And there will be other people around you that aren't your family who you may or may not be sick of at this point. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying you may be sick of seeing your significant other at this point. Like, oh, my God, leave the house. Just go to the store. Go for a ride. 
leave me alone. But anyway, so, you know, and that's the thing, like, I, and I said it, like the mundane things, the things that we take for granted, they're going to be so rewarding when all of this is over. You're not going to be going, oh, I got to go to work. <sighs> that shouldn't be your attitude anyway. Like you have a job. There's people that would kill for your job. Like for real, people that do not have work, that do not have a job, that may be qualified to do what you do, those people would love to have your job. It is not ever, I got to go to work. It's I get to go to work. I get to. Just change your mindset on that simple, simple thing. And all of a sudden, things are going to be better for you. You're going to be in a better mood. Uh, I don't know that, uh, you know, for, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just kind of speaking on my own experience. I've kind of tried to change my mindset, although one of the jobs that I have here at the radio station is extremely stressful for me. Uh, it turns out I've, I found out I'm a little bit more intelligent than I thought I was, at least common sense wise. So the stress is one thing, but it's not I got to. I get to. I get to. Trust me. Just that one little mindset trick will help you out tremendously, especially when you're going to your job. I get to go to work. I get to go to the grocery store. That's what it's going to be when this quarantine is over and coronavirus has gone bye-bye, right? We're going to be like, I get to go out. Woo! I get to go to the store. I get to go and pay my taxes. I get to go get my taxes done. I get to go to work. Even though you may just dis did you, even if you despised your job before this all went down, you are going to get to go to your office. You are going to get to work from your office again. Just flip that switch in your mind. I promise you, things will get a little bit better for you. And then all of a sudden, that will spiral. That will snow, not spiral, that will snowball into a different attitude towards a lot of different things. And you'll find out that the more you try to keep your attitude positive, the better things will be for you. It will open your eyes to a whole bunch of new things and you will start living a life that you actually enjoy. All right. And I know right now is not the best time in the world because, you know, we're just getting up and, and we're stuck in the house and that's it. That's what we're doing. But that's what we have to do. By the way, for all you people that keep leaving your house to go hang out with all your friends two, three feet apart from one another, practice social distancing. Stay home. Would you stay home, please? Because the longer and longer and the more people that go out and do this dumb shit, then the longer we got to stay in our house. And then the longer it is that I get to come find you and smack you for being an idiot and making me stay at home for longer and longer times. And by the way, that's another mindset trick. You're not stuck at home. You're safe at home. How about that? Yeah, see? Little things that all of a sudden, you just look at things a little bit different. It is all about perspective and the way you look at things. And I know. I know I'm all over the place. My mind bounces from subject to subject to subject, and I kind of in and out, weave in and out of subjects, and I'm into one thing and back to another, and you're still listening to it. So that is appreciated by me for you. I did this last week. I got to read my advertising for this week. I don't have any. There you go. That's who the show is brought to you by. The show is brought to you by me. I'm supporting my own podcast, which costs me nothing to make. So that is a good thing. I don't have to buy equipment. I have it provided for me for as long as I have a job in radio. Hopefully that is a good thing. I know that some of the stations, some of the companies, radio companies have been furloughing and laying people off. Not a good time. Not, not a good time for anybody that has to go through this. And there are a lot of corporate radio stations out there that, that do have to do it. Their expenses are high and the money's not coming in. I see it because it's part of my job. I work on the advertising side and scheduling the, uh, the commercials, the things that you love so much on the radio, the commercials. But listen, we have to keep the lights on here somehow. And that's how radio does it. And it's not a good time, okay? There are companies doing this right now. The furlough is not a layoff, by the way. They are, um, they are able to come back. 
if they want to work at the at that company again. At least that's kind of how I think that it, a furlough works. I've been fortunate enough to uh, knock on some wood. I've got to find some, whatever, whatever the hell this is all made out of. Uh, I've been lucky enough to not have that happen to me as of yet. But I, I, I'm, I feel sorry for the people that it has happened to, people that have been in this business for a long time who are currently just home. That's it. And they're like, I don't know when I get to go back or if I want to go back or if I'm going to come back or if I'm going to be asked to come back. It, it's not a good time. And radio is not the only uh, industry that's seeing this happen. Everybody is seeing this happen right now because people aren't really spending money unless you own toilet paper. If you own a toilet paper company, you're probably doing well right now. Or you were for the first couple of weeks. Now there's just none. I go to the grocery store. There's still no friggin' paper products on the shelves. And I'm like, wait, how can, how can, what the, even early in the morning, none, nothing. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that, you know, people are dealing with some shit right now. We're going to get through this. We're going to be okay. I, I swear to you, we are going to be okay. Because the positive attitude is what we got to have. Wouldn't it be awful to sit here and be like, oh my God, when this gets over, life is going to still suck. That is just a bad mindset. Like, you have nothing to look forward to. If that's how you're thinking, and that's your perspective on life, that is just absolutely awful. I couldn't imagine doing that. So, listen, we're going to get through this. Positive attitudes, okay? Be there for one another. Call your friends. Call your family. Call your loved ones. Make sure everybody's okay. Don't go visit them. Don't do that. Don't don't go visit your family. Don't go visit anybody, for that matter, all right? But call them. FaceTime them. Do whatever. Zoom. I see people doing, like, Zoom happy hours. I think that's awesome. I think it's great. That the, you, you get together with your friends, and you're not in the same room. That's okay. You guys can all see each other. You can drink your glass of wine or whatever it is or have a couple of beers on Zoom. That, that's, that's how we're living right now. It is not going to be like this forever. God, I hope it is not going to be like this forever. Maybe... It ends when we finally get it right. Kind of like the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, which is what it feels like. It's day quarantine again. It's quarantine day again. Ah, uh, quarantine. By the way, that's uh, pretty, I don't have anything. I thought I had a follow-up to that. I didn't. No, my mind, my mind went completely blank. And usually once the mind is done and I'm out of things to talk about, that is pretty much time to uh, wrap up the podcast. So there you go. Just a couple of stories for you. Hope everybody is doing good. If uh, if there's anything you want me to touch on, shoot me an email, dscottradio at yahoo.com. You can DM me on Twitter if you want to, at dscottradio. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends, okay? I've gotten some really, really good feedback from a couple of different people on the podcast, which I think is awesome. I, I think it's great to get positive feedback because really, I don't have the best uh, self-esteem when it comes to doing this stuff. I'm kind of like, do, really pe do people really care about this? People care what I'm saying? Is anyone listening? Because I don't know. I've touched on it. I don't know. I don't know who's listening or not. So share it. Tell your friends. Say, this guy is kind of slightly entertaining. You might enjoy it or you might not. But subscribe, like, share. Thank you so much for listening. The podcast is pretty much everywhere. Uh, and that's it. Can I just say thank you one more time? Thank you so much for those of you that are listening to this. You have no idea how much it actually means to me that you did spend the last 26 and a half minutes with me. Just rambling about a bunch of nonsense that's in my brain. Just me talking about things. Thank you. My uh, heartfelt thank you. If there was more I could do for you, if I could send you money, I would, but I don't have any money to send you right now, and I don't know who you are. So, again, if there's topics you want me to touch on or maybe you want to be on the podcast or know someone that should be on the podcast, when we can finally leave the house again, 
Uh, DM me at D Scott radio on Twitter, D Scott radio at yahoo.com. That's the email you can hit me up at. Uh, that's pretty much it. All right. You guys have a good one and thank you so much for listening. See you. Bye.